0: Welcome. I, it it is. Like a- well, yeah, because yeah. you've been up since 5 a.m. doing the storm tracking, comparing the weather models. I mean, I've been
1: doing that for weeks. Uh, yeah, but today is the day. Today is the day. This is like your
0: Christmas. This is
1: my Christmas. Dueling Weatherman comes together today. So I have like, so sorry, local TV broadcasters, but I've been judging you for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Whether you're calling snow's coming, it's not, how much, when you call that, when you don't, if you talk about which models. I'm judging all of you yeah. all the time.
0: Well, so I'm sure that's nothing new for a TV broadcaster. So. No, mm-hmm. I would never be an actual weatherman. <laughs> they'll look at you and they'll say, join the club. <laughs>
1: yeah. You should hear me every morning about their outfits and everything. We have quite a lot of fun about the outfits. Exactly, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh.
0: I feel got, like I should come join you for that. <laughs> you <enjoy laughs> here. Uh, we're all bundled up. So all these voices that you hear this morning, good morning. I'm Nicole Fowles. You've got yes. Molly Myers-Lebedee on the microphone there. We've got two guests with us this morning. How lucky are we that you both braved the weather to join us. We've got Anna Travis and Brandy Urban joining us. We're going to be talking about Jan Nowhere, which mm-hmm. is Human Trafficking Awareness Month in the second half of the show. So welcome, ladies. Good
2: morning. Good morning. <laughs> good snow morning.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's
2: good. I'm happy. I'm happy that we
0: all made it here safely. I came down 23. I'm big props to... ODOT, the road crews, the city, the salt, Mm -hmm. the plows. I mean, just everybody's doing a really great job. I think the most, I I was joking that the most treacherous part of my morning was actually just walking from my front step, like the five steps (laughs) to my car. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's my husband's job. (laughs) But we did it. We did it. All right. Well, we we've got we've got like a great morning ahead of us, so let's get to books. Are let's you, get to books. What are you ta- What are you reading, Molly? Um,
1: actually, I'm reading a suggestion from our new building manager, Ashley, at the Orange Branch, nice. and I'm I absolutely loved it. Um, for some reason, I'd never read Good to Great by Jim Collins. Mm-hmm. It's a leadership book. Um, and the full title is Good to Great: Why Some Companies Make the Leap and Others Don't. And I have to say, I don't know that this book is full of. Brand new, you know, crazy new techniques. It's a really good refresher to sort of basic leadership, you know, seeing a team. Um, Some of the things that I love is it's about good to great doesn't always start in the best places. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes you're going to have down times. That doesn't mean you're not going to be a great, you know, organization. Um, this one really inspired me. It's sort of like exactly what I needed at the beginning of the year as I think about what DCDL is heading into. It's Absolutely. exactly that lift. Um, You know, when you've been through some hard times and you start making it out, it really kind of frames where you're heading to. And it reminds you, not that I might have a little bit of an ego. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you got to keep some of that you know, keep remembering, here's the trick, I do not do anything in that library. The people who are doing it are the ones on my desks, the ones who program, the ones, don't forget your people. Yeah. And, you know, I really work hard not to do that, but it's nice to have somebody remind me constantly. That's why I read these books, mm-hmm. to keep me grounded, to keep me focused, you know. Yeah. When all said and done, it's not anything about me. It's all about them, well, and think, they are amazing at Delaware County District Library. So, if you don't know that, come and meet our team because yeah. they'd love to help you, and they are fantastic.
0: Well, and I think it's no it's no <coughs> surprise to our listeners that I am a, a Disney fan. But you know what they do at Disney is mm-hmm. even the the folks who are you know ha- collecting trash. You know they yes. have their their. Um, little broom that they mm-hmm. use that they can also dip in water and they paint the most beautiful Mickey faces yes. just with water uh, and so right. I love how it's empowering of everything. We have pages who are the most yes. artistic people. We have people on desk who just you know can blow us away with a rock star story time. And with Disney, it
1: reminds me the CEO of Disney picks up, up, picks trash, up trash too. So yep. I will also pick up trash. Exactly. So and our people do magic mm-hmm. everybody is doing magic at some point in that building so that. look at the names in the book carts if you want to know how cool they are oh they're gosh, hilarious right?
0: Total eclipse of the cart <laughs> that's a <fun> uh-huh. <laughs> my achy breaky cart, cart. Uh-huh. <laughs> they had fun they had fun all right that's good to great by jim collins coming yes. from molly okay anna or brandy who wants to snag the mic and talk about a book
2: All right. I want to preface that I normally don't read celebrity memoirs. Oh, okay. But I am reading Sir Patrick Stewart's "Making It So" because
0: (gasps) oh, nice. I I loved
2: him in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yes, I'm a big old nerd, and uh, you're one of my people. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I've it's very interesting to me to read like the humble roots that from Mm -hmm. which he came. Uh, Just there's no no reason why someone where he was born in no. Northern England and into such meager beginnings, I guess, <laughs> to get to where he was. And it was just hearing you. you I can hear his voice as I'm reading it and, yeah. and, and the way he explains it. And I, I knew he was a Shakespearean trained mm-hmm, actor. Right. I did not know the breadth of his experience. And he started so yeah. young. So if I mean, it was exciting when I finally got to the parts about when he was Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> but, uh, and it was fun getting the little anecdotes at that, too. But uh, it, it's really interesting. So I read it for everything. I'm not mm-hmm. quite finished with it, but I, every day when I come home, that's I can't wait to get to it. Oh, that's oh, nice. Oh, that sounds fantastic.
0: That's really exciting.
3: Brandy, what do you have? Oh, you know, every day uh, at United Way, I'm dealing with a, a traumatic, you know, peace, food insecurity. Security, yes. housing insecurity, yeah. homelessness, and uh, I come home and I'll watch Bob's Burgers, yes. I'll watch yes. Superstore, I'll watch reruns on yes. Modern <laughs> Family. So I kind of went with something I think that wasn't a deep thinking piece yes. uh, in contrast Perfect. to Anna. Uh, it's called A December to Remember by Jenny Bayless, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it's about these three half-sisters and their, their relationship is pretty much built on these summers with their eccentric father Um, and that was the only time they would see him. And it was great times. They have the great memories. Now they're like in their 30s and 40s. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dad has passed away. His knick-knack shop is a horrendous mess. He's been traveling all over the world most of his life. They don't have a great relationship with each other or with him, and now Mm -hmm. they're on this scavenger hunt he's made up before (laughs) they can even address the will. And it's finding out what everyone gets in the will, and they have to put on a winter solstice. Um, fair. It is Hallmark movie, uh, you know, vomiting.
0: <laughs> all over.
3: These are my uh, favorite.
1: Right? And I just was
3: like, yeah, yeah, I'll do this. I'll do this right now. Uh-huh. I, can, yeah. I can get through this. But I'm just starting it. So I'm only in the first several I chapters. I feel like you but... just gave
1: me an idea for my will. Oh. <laughs> uh. Put your family through that, right? Nieces and nephews. Yes. yes. Yeah. If any of you are listening, I got a plan now. They would, be, they would be all in. They would be all in.
0: They uh, would. Uh, what's uh, a December to Remember by Jenny Bayless. Bayless, yes. That sounds. That sounds like a whole lot of fun, yeah. and probably is, is it is it seeping in like holiday or does it just happen to take? It place It is. In December? It's seeping in holiday. <laughs> okay. My my little cousin, she's starting
3: a. She was running uh Pottercon and Ooh, um, uh-huh. um a mystery con where she brought in all these like um uh, podcasters that did uh, murder mysteries, yeah. and so now she's going to do a romance con. Oh, I love that! And Ooh. get all the subgenres, and it's going to be up in. I think Minnesota, and she's—it's gonna be in this warm, cozy place, and everyone's gonna talk <gasps> romance novels. Oh. I just love her so much. She's our, she's our baby cousin, and yeah. she's just so creative.
0: That's and so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh time. my gosh. I love that so much. Well, so I had to get into a book like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We we've got such like a diverse group of books this morning that I'm going to throw in one that is probably a little bit heavier. It's um called Between the World and Me. It's by Ta-Nehisi Coates. I love that one. And it um it's uh, so I like go, I like kind of knowing my expectations going into a book. I I don't need to know the plot. I don't need to know, you know, the the general synopsis. I just need to know like generally like what should I expect? But I had my expectations very wrong about this one. (laughs) Everyone kept describing it and saying, like, it's it's Ta-Nehisi Coates' letter to his son about growing up in America, about the black experience in America, about the experience that he's lived, that his parents have lived, that his grandparents have lived, and what he hopes for, but what he's also seeing actively for his son. Um, And it's a very short book. It's only a four-hour audio book, only a couple, maybe 200-page physical book. And so I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be a simple read. I'm just going to gobble this down. It's going to be so easy. Um, because I'm thinking that his son, he's writing it to, is like a five-year-old. I love it when you told me <laughs> this. And I'm like, no. 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 <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's highly literary. It is highly <laughs> okay. literary. Uh, his son is 15, and he's also writing it for him, like, to to grow into. Yes. Um, if you don't know Tanahasi Coates, he he is a a, a really brilliant writer. Um, he has written for many um, news magazines, journals, publications. He's an essayist. He's a columnist. Mm-hmm. Those were all of the things that he did before he even became a novelist and a memoirist. And uh, so that that should have put it in context <laughs> for <first> me. <laughs> over here thinking like it's a picture book for kids. No, it's not. <laughs> um, the first chapter alone in the audiobook is like. A, a hundred minute. It's like you know, over an hour. Like first chapter, and it's just kind of train of thought, but highly literary. Um, but as many people say in their review, required reading. It talks yes. a lot about, um, again, you know, what what he's experienced growing up. He his family was kind of like this is who you are this is what you need to know um, he went to Howard University mm-hmm. he calls it the Mecca because it's mm-hmm. it's something unlike he had ever seen before mm-hmm. just people of all different kinds of black experiences in America studying all different kinds of mm-hmm. things and um, he was like oh my gosh girls with natural hair which he had never seen before mm-hmm. um, men who you know embraced um, like the step you know stomp kind of stomp. culture yep. mm-hmm. and um, uh, the, all of the fraternities, the historically black hi- hi- fraternities and sororities and different things like that. I mean he was just like Howard is was the place to go um, and it was almost he said like mm, a little shocking for him because then of course you graduate and you have to go back, back into the real world and mm-hmm. so what did that mean for him and And um, he talks a lot about the Prince George's County, I believe it's Maryland, and their police department, which has been under federal investigation for um, facts like they fire their guns more than any other police department in the entire Mm -hmm. nation. They um, kill more uh, individuals of minorities than any other police department in the nation. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, what he had learned about that, just trying to pass on that knowledge to his son, but also in the context the, the entire first chapter um, is all in the context of, like, your body. And I think that's such a neat way that he put it was that, like, you think you own your body, but you really have no control over it. Because the second mm-hmm. that someone sees you, a judgment has happened. Whether you're black, white, Asian, Pacific Islander, mm-hmm. anything like that, y- you, you really don't own your body. Because the second that someone sees you, they have control over what they think of you just be- mm-hmm. based on what they've seen. So... It's, it's all kind of like in that context.
2: That's really powerful to think about mm-hmm. that uh-huh. because it, especially when we're always trying to think everybody's trying to have control over their body. Yeah. It's like the decisions that you make and everything. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a very powerful mm-hmm. um, analogy statement and statement yeah. Of yeah. thought. i am be thinking about that all weekend. I was mm-hmm. just thinking how, what a
3: great book possibly to read with your high schooler. Oh, yeah. yeah. yes. And yeah. have a really oh, yes. conversation, I, especially as you're preparing them to go out in the real world, whether it's college, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and just, you know, an everyday job, you yeah. know,
0: empowering mm-hmm. them to... And I would read it together. I do think, I mean, like I said, it is literary writing, and he talks about some very real things, but, yeah, I think it would be a great thing to read together mm-hmm. with a, with a right. high schooler and kind of have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And
1: he reads the book, doesn't he? he? does, yeah. I he thought he read the... and he's one of those authors that, you know, is against my rule that don't let the author read the book he yeah. does a beautiful job
0: he does a, he does a great job mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah so. oh i have a rule
1: <laughs> i make lots of random <laughs> rules brandy i make so many rules <laughs> We'll we'll get to that in the break
0: we won't we won't subject the listeners not to that, always yeah. good ones <laughs> So that is uh, Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Um, If it interests you, check it out from the library. If Ta-Nehisi Coates interests you, um, we are bringing him to Central Ohio. He'll be at the Mm -hmm. Upper Arlington High School uh, Performing Arts Center on Sunday, February 4th. You can Mm -hmm. find those tickets um, at the DelawareLibrary.org website on our events page. Man, that's coming up fast, too. We've just got two weeks. I know. All righty. Well, we're going to go to a break. And on the other half, we will be back with Anna Travis and Brandy Urban to talk about Jan Noary. Your eyes are on the road. I hope Space you're... Space between you and the car in front of you. Because yes. that's the rule I noticed nobody was doing on my way in. Plenty of room for braking. <laughs> yes. All of that good thing. You drive may be able speed, to do it,
1: but yeah. don't trust the other cars are. Yeah. Drive at the
0: speed <laughs> where you feel comfortable. Yeah. Stay safe out there. Mm-hmm. But, like, again, shout out to dot the road crews, the city, great work. the salt, the plows. I mean, everybody's doing great. So mm-hmm. we're all a team in this, right? We are.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, and a shout out. We always forget like the AAAs and the people who are dealing with those dead batteries and those flat oh, tires God, that happen right? in the snow. Yeah. Shout out to you because you have saved me <laughs> more times in my life than I should admit because I don't know what to do when the
0: car just isn't working. <laughs> it just doesn't work. I'm just going to sit here and wait until I know. Or you
1: try to fill your tires and like everything doesn't work at every gas station because you're like,
0: oh. My, my, my problem <laughs> was when I was driving last weekend and it was sub-zero temperatures, I, I had like a sheet of like salt, you know, and like yes. grossness on my on my windshield and my antifreeze wasn't working. And so I pulled over to a gas station, but all their antifreeze things were, all their windshield wiper cleaners were frozen. It was just a, a brick of frozen cleaner. And I was like, well, that won't help.
1: This is not working. No, no, I'm sure you can all sympathize.
0: All right. Well, let's get to it. We have got Anna Travis and Brandy Urban in the, mm-hmm. in the studio. I was going to say in the theater, in the studio with us. <laughs> You're always in a theater. I am captivated. Exactly. Um, we are talking about a, an important issue, mm-hmm. a sensitive issue, mm-hmm. um, but one that is just we um, have had many of our library staff involved with the Delaware mm-hmm. County Against Human Trafficking Coalition. And it is January, so it is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. They Those staff members, when they come back for your meetings, they're like, wow, it's a lot. It's hard, but we need to know about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, tell us a little bit about some of the some of the work that's going into this month and. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: definitely. So, uh, you know, it needs to be addressed first of all. Right. And what mm-hmm. I like about you know, this continues to be Delaware County. We address it uh, even before we know it's a problem and know all. The, you know, we start yes. getting diving into it and researching it. So, we've been doing this for eleven years. Um, the coalition focuses on awareness, education, prevention pieces, um, advocacy. We're not doing direct service with survivors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people call us up, we want to talk to a survivor. I'm like, that's not, that yes. is a highly trained person yes. oh, right. that yeah. is going through, you know, a lot of um, certification to be able to work and do that direct service. But mm-hmm. uh, January is this perfect time for us to get out our message and mm-hmm. uh, and do it in some different ways. So the library is wonderful. They have a list. Of books mm-hmm. um, as mm-hmm. recommendations, fiction, nonfiction. In fact, um, we're promoting Sharon Flake, who wrote The Life I'm In. She's mm-hmm. coming to speak on February 21st mm-hmm. uh, at the Liberty Branch, yep. um, and she'll also be speaking at Hayes High School to um, the high schoolers oh, there. That's great. Yes, that's mm-hmm. good news. Um, so she'll uh, she'll come in, and the book, um, you know, Anna and I can can attest to this. You know, all these years, I'm not an expert in this. I get to work with the experts who do that direct service. But this book uh, is perfect. It really shows the reality. It tells the reality of a sex trafficking survivor Mm -hmm. in a very compelling way that's not... Um, in your face. Mm -hmm. So your high schooler, your middle schooler could read this. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, you'd want to process it. And that's why we're doing bringing Sharon in. We want to have that opportunity to process with the community this issue. And especially for kids who may not just self-identify, but
2: know a friend Mm -hmm. who is being trafficked and never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I, I think the real beauty of this book is that she does a really wonderful job of okay, so this person is out of her trafficking situation, then what? Mm, yeah. And she it, it's a wonderful representation of the mental health issues that uh, arise from that, the healing process. It, mm-hmm. it really, I think she really kind of puts you in there that to understand that this yeah. is a lifelong healing that yeah. happen yeah. afterwards.
3: Well, and the relationship... It, uh, that it shows with her trafficker. A lot oh, of people yes. think mm-hmm. that um, trafficking involves kidnapping. Yes. That is, you know, we've talked to, you know, law enforcement, uh, social service, direct service providers, survivors, and there is a minuscule amount of survivors that are kidnapped. Yeah, right. It is very small. They yeah. know their trafficker. Right. They're in a romantic relationship with them. Yeah. They're a friend. Yeah. They're a co-worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is a part of that romantic relationship piece.
1: You yeah. know, the education you've done has made it so easy for me to have these conversations with my nieces. Mm. When I see them sort of on roadblocks or something, I sit and talk yes. to them like, what do you do when? Do you know that this is dangerous and yeah. that, you know, you can do this, but... Do you know that if something happens, you should never be ashamed to talk to me? And it was one of your sessions that was getting rid of those nomers. Like, I had to look at my sister and say, hey, nobody's
2: getting grabbed at Polaris. Oh my oh my gosh. Gosh. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> trafficking yeah. usually happens in the context of a relationship. Yes. In some sort of intimate relationship. Either mm-hmm. it's like a... Uh, a romantic relationship or mm-hmm. best friends that you get some trauma bonding yeah. or, you know, it's like there's an older sibling or a parental type figure. I mean, mm-hmm. that that's really how it happens, because it's not a good business
0: model no. to have someone
2: screaming and right. yelling no. and trying to throw yeah. them into a band. Right. Yeah. right.
0: <laughs> we, so we've got so we've got the we've got the book talk coming mm-hmm. up with, with Sharon yep. Flake. Um, the book was called The Life I Live. Is The Life right? I'm mm-hmm. In. Oh, The Life I'm In. Yes. The Life mm-hmm. I'm In. So if you're interested in that, um, check it out. But also we have two community conversations coming up. Yes, Mm -hmm. Um, We're hosting them at different branches at different times. We've got coming up next week, Tuesday, January 23rd from 530 to 7 at the Orange Branch Library. This is a community conversation. Mm So um, let's say you're listening today and you've you've you don't know anything about human trafficking. You were mm-hmm. kind of living in that thing yes. that people just get snatched from. Polaris. Absolutely. This would be a great opportunity for you to come. Yes. Um, what are some things that we might, that we might hear? Or who might we hear oh, from at that yeah. community conversation? So you're
3: you're going to look at human trafficking on a nationwide state and then a local level. And mm-hmm. what's happening here in Delaware County And it's through the Salvation Army in central Ohio. They provide direct service uh, to survivors in Delaware County, uh, the United Way funds them, and um, our community decides that where that funds go to. So I get really, super proud that the community sees that human trafficking is an issue they want to address. Yes. Mm-hmm. salvation Army, they um they provide that case management round the clock um, mm-hmm. for survivors and the aftercare. Uh, they work alongside the Ohio Human Trafficking Task Force. Mm-hmm. But, um, sorry,
0: your question again? Yeah, <laughs> just when they when fo- focus because the i program, start... are they going yeah, yeah. to get like a local kind of context? They are, yes. You're
3: going to get a local context. Um, you're going to uh, address some of those myths and misconceptions that yes. we so often hear uh, being in the field that mm-hmm. um, prohibits us from identifying people correctly and all of us. You know, Ohio does just, I think they do a fabulous job of getting the message out. Um, I know we're, like, number six. We're always in the top ten, top five in human trafficking calls, but that's because I think we're educated.
2: It's a good Mm and bad news thing because Mm. if you look at that, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is horrific, but we have a lot of interstates. We have, you know, per capita a ton of um, truck stops. Right, Right. and those things, we were, you know, within a half day or a day's drive of a Mm -hmm. lot of major cities. But the good news about that, that means that there are a lot of people watching and yes. making those phone calls. Mm-hmm. And so there, there's an awareness there, which is really wonderful. You have people calling the national hotline. Right. And so that that being number six, you know, in the nation for human trafficking, it's a good news, bad news number. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I always feel like it's because we're informed and we know what
3: we're looking Absolutely. for. And we yes. want to ask those questions. So we're catching too. it, too. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. Yeah.
3: Um, and we have questions. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. about it so we make sure we identify who's
1: correctly. the audience that would be good for this i know adults are going to be in here is this something that you'd want to bring your high schooler to or you uh, know yeah, i think so
3: i mean we're not being overt about anything right. 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 yes right. Right. yes you know this is education It Mm -hmm. it never hurts to educate our kids. And these are people that uh, the Salvation Army will be doing the presentation, like I said. They work in best practices, evidence-based work. Mm -hmm. Um, They're doing the hard work. They know how to say it to people Mm -hmm. and make sure it resonates with them Mm -hmm. um, and make it appropriate. And
1: it's a great way for your teens. There are so many socially active teens that care about what's happening in their county, Mm -hmm. that this is a great way for them to understand another thing that they probably are hearing about Mm -hmm. and just don't know what that is.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So there are two there are two of those programs. I mentioned the one on Tuesday, January 23rd from five thirty to seven at the Orange Branch Library. That same program will be presented again on Tuesday, January 30th, one week later from three to four thirty. That's going to be at the Delaware Main Library. Um, What else is happening this month?
3: Well, don't forget to check out our calendar. Yes. Yes. So it's on the Delaware A.H.T. dot org. If you go there, you'll have our whole January calendar. It'll give you some things you could do on your own, some uh, things like the library's presentation with Mm -hmm. the Salvation Army. It even has a PowerPoint for churches to show before a congregation sets in, uh, mm -hmm. so you can uh, create awareness there. There's some pieces on labor trafficking. Sometimes we focus way too much on sex trafficking, and labor trafficking is Uh – Uh, The number one trafficking piece—we just don't see it, right? Right? We know what sex trafficking looks like. Mm -hmm. We've seen, you know, you know, the news stories and whatnot. Labor trafficking is harder to identify, Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's some pieces on
2: that, including
3: fair trade coffee. Right? That's That's a a real easy one, Anna.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Think think about uh, where your products are produced, how they're cultivated. you know, learn what the fair trade symbols are, which are the appropriate ones. That's a real quick Google search. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I always kind of encourage everybody think about Valentine's Day is coming up, so mm-hmm. those chocolates. Try to buy some fair trade chocolate. Good um, point. Right. They have Target. Yeah, yeah, Well, and Even <laughs> Kroger, you know, Kroger is selling. Oh, yeah, Tony, chocolate, Chocol- yeah, <laughs> Oh, I did not know chocolate. that name. I love that. Absolutely, <laughs> Very complete, 100 percent fair <laughs> trade. But you know, ask your barista if the coffee beans are fair trade because yes. many of them will sell some fair trade or right. just mm-hmm. you know. Those are just kind of questions to have, I think that's and great. you it's know, a small easy piece. Absolutely. A lot of us could do. You know, what a good clothes. reminder
1: too. I just. am almost out of coffee and yeah. that was Yay. in my list to we get today so i'm going to be extra careful you. as i'm purchasing well i, I will
0: definitely suggest um, you said delaware a h t that stands for against human trafficking .org delaware a h t .org you'll find mm-hmm. the calendar you'll find the information delawarelibrary.org you'll find all of that on our calendar as well but anna and brandy this has been so wonderful informative educational we can't wait to see you again on the 23rd and 30th at the library i could talk with you and for like two more place. hours too oh, well, thank you for having us. You. Yeah. <laughs> so we will. Well, we got to give time to the city. So we yes. appreciate you guys being here. We appreciate um, the time. And again, thank you, Anna and Brandy. Thank you, Molly. Sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Gage and Mark. Uh, and guys, stay safe on the road out there. So yes. until next yeah. week, we'll see you in the stacks. Thank you.